I'm often asked, how much do I need to retire? Will 1 million be enough? Will 2 million be enough? 5 million? Since my job is to help people retire, I should have the answer, right? And yes, I do have the answer, and I will share it with you in today's show. You are about to listen to an episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Each week, co-hosts Dan and Tony will explore topics about finance and retirement. It's fun, informative, and most of all, useful to those who are interested in retiring successfully. Now, let's begin the show. Hello, and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show. Today, Tony, we're going to be going to be answering the question how much money you need to retire. Do you know the answer, by the way? Because I do. Well, uh, I don't I don't know the specific answer. I've heard one million. I've heard two million. I know uh, I read I saw a guy on TV on Fox Business News say, you know, the average American is going to need two million dollars to retire, blah, blah, blah. And I always hear laugh when I hear stuff because uh, when they say the average American, I've never met the average American. I don't maybe you are the average American. <laughs> maybe that's me, but I doubt it. <laughs> I don't think there's anything <laughs> average about me, Dan, for better or worse, but you know what I mean? Well, maybe you're missing the tr- the forest for the trees, you know. If you step back out and look at yourself, you might say, "I'm pretty average." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you know what, too? I mean, we're all going to need 2 million to retire. That's the magic no- there's a, I don't think there is a magic number, is there? No, that's it. You got it. Perfect. All right, so I want to thank our listeners today. Oh, that's it. That was show. your whole show. I blew. I blew. Well, you, well, I blew, I blew I mean, the reveal. We don't need to waste everyone's time. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got more to say on this topic. Oh, I do. But how about we start with a poem? Oh wow, Keats. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, uh, Kurt Vonnegut. Do you know him? Oh, yeah, of he, course, of course. Right. Yeah. Famous American writer. Yeah. He wrote. Uh, Slaughterhouse Five, nineteen sixty nine. Yep. My my father was an English teacher, uh, thirty six years I think, mm-hmm. uh, high school English. <laughs> uh, I think that was a required reading. I don't know if it was or not actually. Um, but he was a vocal critic of society. Oh, very. Yeah. I think he was labeled a black humorist. He didn't like that label. I just saw him as a science dark, fiction writer. Dark I'm a, humor. Yeah, I, I, I'm a I'm a science fiction kind of person, so that's kind of why I went there. But anyway. He wrote a poem called Joe Heller. Do you know Joseph Heller? Does that name ring yep. a bell? Oh, yeah. He wrote Catch-22. Yep. And I know that was required reading because I had to read that one. Yeah, I had I to remember as well. Yeah. It was like a satire on war and bureaucracy. Yep. I, I don't remember too much about it. I remember a few things. Um, it's funny how that goes, right? Yeah. But anyway, he wrote a poem called Joe Heller. So Kurt Vonnegut wrote a poem called Joe, Joe Heller. And I want to read the poem for you. True story. Word of honor. Joseph Heller, an important and funny writer, now dead, and I were at a party given by a billionaire on Shelter Island. I said, Joe, how does it make you feel to know that our host only yesterday may have made more money than your novel Catch-22 has earned in its entire history? And Joe said, well, I've got something he can never have. And I said, what on earth could that be, Joe? And Joe said, the knowledge that I've got enough. 
Not bad. Rest in peace. That's it. <laughs> That's awesome. Enough. What is enough? Totally yeah. different for everyone, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. And I, I know that because you've told me that over and over. Everybody's <laughs> situation is different. That's true. Now, that, that poem was first introduced to me via Jack Bogle. You know him. He recently oh, yeah. died. Yeah. Uh, he wrote a book called Enough, True Measures of Money, Business, and Life. Yeah. And he referenced that story. That's a great um, story. And it's a true story. It's I guess they were on Shelter Island, which is off of Long Island, where I grew up. And um, and they had some billionaire, and he, uh, he, he probably made more than Joseph Heller made on the Catch-22 in in one day you know um so let's go back to the original question how much do you need to retire and the answer is two million no no <laughs> no the answer is, a lot of people will say that it depends uh, that's interesting because you hear that number all the time it used to be one million that i used to right. hear in these articles now it's two million right and it used to be oh i want to be a millionaire now it's like well that's not that big anymore right I still think it's nice. Um, yeah, but I but I don't I don't want to leave the the listeners hanging and saying, well, this depends. That's such a boring answer. So let's let's get into it and say, what does it depend on? You know, let's get more tangible here. Yeah, yeah, um, it depends as a politician's answer. Totally. Um, now, retirement isn't about how much you have in assets. I think that's what I want the listeners to understand. Retirement isn't about how much you have in assets. It's about how much income those assets can generate. So the question should not be, how much money do I need? The question should be, how much income do I need? That's a different story altogether. Yeah, so, there isn't one easy. lump sum amount because a lot of it depends on when, where, what. Exactly. Yeah. It's easy to work backwards from an income need. So, I mean, if you told me I need $30,000 a year to live to keep the lights on, I could tell you fairly accurately about how much money you would need in assets to satisfy that income need. So I work it backwards. And I think people, people intuitively like to just count their money and look at it and say, oh, this is what I have. You know, they have a goal. What I think the better goal is to focus on what you need. But here's the problem. Most people have no idea how much income they need. They just don't know. Right. And I ask a lot of people, how much money do you need to live in retirement? It's one of the first questions I ask. It's definitely a question I ask in our first meeting. How much money do you think you need when you retire to keep the lights on? And you know what my answer to you would be? More than I have. <laughs> it's always more than I have. <laughs> then that's always going to be the correct answer. <laughs> that's the American way. Yeah. That's yeah. America right there. Yeah. More. More weight, you know, um, and, and, and that makes things worse, you know, to make right. things worse. Many people never will. They never will know how much income they need because they don't know that they already have enough. And that's the whole point of the poem. Um, I've got something he can never have. And what on earth can that be, Joe? The knowledge that I've got enough Boom. What a great answer. It's it's crazy, right? We we did a podcast on Thoreau, Thoreau's Walden, remember? Oh yeah. I even have a video on it. I love that so much. Um Simple Life. It, it, Google it. <laughs> Go to YouTube 
and search for Thoreau's Walden and Dolphin Financial Group and you'll see my little rant on it. It's not a rant. It's about you know leaving a simple life, leading a simple life, keeping up with the Joneses, lifestyle creep. And the problem is, Tony, lifestyle creep doesn't seem to end in retirement. You know, people retire and they still seem to be spending more and more and more. Although people do seem to be a little bit more content as they age. You know, maybe they finally accept their situation. Yeah. Or maybe they realize what's truly important in life. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily money. It's time. And so let's answer the question. Dan, it's yeah, uh, bottom line. It's time spent with you. That's what time important. spent with me. Yeah, right? that's what's important in life. So you've been. <laughs> so are you trying to tell me that your wife is not going to pay the bill anymore? Because I've been invoicing you for these. For <laughs> you're, you're starting to realize how much it's worth, huh? Um, <laughs> let's let's answer the question: Is one million dollars enough? I mean, because that's the question, right? I mean, that people want to know, and I think it's fair to say that $1 million can generate about $40,000 a year in income. But for how long? I mean, 30 years, 40, 20. I mean, that's the big question, isn't it? The real true unknown is how long you're going to, how long your retirement's going to last, how long you're going to last. Once, once you can, I mean, cause, and that's a question that no one can really answer for sure. So that's what makes it more of an art than science. So the real answer, how much do I need to retirement depends way too much on your situation. Not only how much you spend, how much income you need, but also how long you're going to need it for, how long you're going to live. But that's not to say you can't plan, right? And, and when you do plan, by the way, you have to factor in inflation you have to factor in emergencies. You have to factor in those Mike Tyson punches that we just finished talking about. Yep. Right? Because that, you know, how much money do you need? You can have all the money in the world, but um, if you run into one of those punches to the mouth and it knocks you out and, you know, you didn't prepare for it, that money is going to be gone. Um, there are so many factors. So many factors. But I think to answer the, tr the question, to truly give the listeners something to to sink their teeth into the place to start is what you got to ask yourself this question. What does it take to keep the lights on? What is my baseline income need? If you can answer that question, I can answer how much money you need in the bank to pull it off. Yeah. What, what are you going to need each month to live? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then go from there, go from there. Because I can build from there. But if you don't know the answer to that question, no amount of retirement planning is going to help you. Unless you're just super independently wealthy um, and you hit the lotto, um, then you're going to have a whole set of different problems. We've done a show on that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot yeah. of winners. Yeah. Right? Along, along with a lot of money comes a, uh, comes a lot of problems that you also have to deal with. So, uh, yeah, obviously uh, it's really important, though, to understand at least a basic like that, but we all like to stick our head in the sands. We don't like to talk about this. We don't like to budget the B word, right? <laughs> you brought it up this time. I did not. <laughs> I, I specifically was not going to bring up the B right. word. Right. I brought it up to say how bad it is, but uh, you need to come up with a spending plan. Mm-hmm. Right? People don't want to do that. Uh, now, I take that back. 
when people meet with me to plan for retirement, I start asking these questions. What do we need? People then begin to budget and they do have a list. Here's what I spend money on. Um, and they have their dreams. You know, I want to do this trip, that trip, and they know how much those cost. But when I say, what does it take to keep the lights on? That's a different type of question. It's not, what do you plan on doing in retirement? Where are you going to spend your time? What kind of fun things are you going to do? I'm talking about how much does it cost just to make sure that you don't run out of money? Uh, I mean, uh, don't the lights don't go off on your house. you got to pay the utility bills. you got to pay the mortgage if you have it. You have to buy food. And, and like, what's your baseline? What's your ba- And I also say, what's your baseline just to maintain contentment? Meaning, if all else goes to hell in a handbasket, what money do you have coming in that'll keep you afloat so you won't be destitute? And people can latch onto that because they can get a feel for what that is. They may not know it, but they're willing to look at it when they, when they know that in order for me to help them, I need to know that. Um, but I will say, Tony, when I start asking those questions and how much you spend on this and where you, where's your money going, there is some level of resistance. I think it's a natural resistance. People don't want to lift up, uh, peel back the curtain. They don't want to really get into it because sometimes it's a little depressing. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I I think we all have been there at some point and it can be, but you know what, what I found is I used to be like that. And then, but if you deal with it head on and get it done, it's such a relief and you, you know, so much less stress, you'll sleep better at night. Yeah, you will. And I I do know like the fire movement, we did a show on that financially independent, retire early. I think they're suggesting that that group, I say they, it's a group of people that want to retire early. They're suggesting you need 25 times your current salary in savings in order to retire early. And some people say, I say closer to 30, but I mean, that's, I mean, there's just rules of thumb. And again, look at it's 25 times what? your current salary, because that assumes that you're spending all of it. See, you can't make up, you can't just throw 2 million or 5 million or a million. You can't do it. You have to know how much you're spending. Yeah. Because if you're Some spending. Some people can retire on 500,000. Some people, it, the, yes. they would need 5 million to retire. It's just, it's so subjective and it can be affected, like you said, in our past three shows, by needy family members by a market mm-hmm. crash or adjustment by mm-hmm. healthcare costs rising. It, it affects it. So you can't just, there is no magic number. I, I just, I laugh when people say that. Right. But if they tell me, Hey, we need $70,000 a year to live. And then I can work into it and say, all right, let's factor in inflation. Let's factor in your, you know, 30 year old son who's looking like to be a deadbeat. Let's factor in the fact that you're aging parents. Let's, let's put in, um, you know, cost of living increases for different things. Let's those trips. And that's when you start building the plan, but we have to start somewhere. So yeah, the question is, what is your, where's your starting point? What do you need to live? Unfortunately, like I said, most people don't know the answer to that, but it's a lot easier to find that out. Um, than it is to just pick a number out of a hat and hope it's enough. Oh, because yeah, again, that's crazy. What is enough? But I want I want to end by giving a, a really important tip. Let's talk about this. I want to. It's kind of a, a hint or a tip. It, it's it's a general. Uh, this is my philosophy. Uh, I feel that it's a lot more efficient to reduce your income need than to try and increase your returns and income growth. So, in other words, 
if you're planning for retirement and you're trying to say, how much do I need in the nest egg? Instead of focusing on how do I increase my returns? How do I increase my savings rate to build up that pool of money? How do I build up my nest egg? Focus on inching out and working really hard to get a 12% return instead of an 11% return. Putting all your effort in that is the wrong place. I think it's much more efficient and beneficial long-term to focus on reducing your baseline income need. Focus on figuring out what you truly need, what is enough, and then worry about the investments and the returns and the growth and the nest egg later. Does that make sense? Wow. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. And so uh, I know that, you know, obviously we have talked about ways to maximize your retirement income, and that's good to do as well. So, you know, some basics like you know, take advantage of your employer match, maximize your social security, minimize tax burdens. But really, you have to at least at the same time, or if not more importantly, uh, try to look at how you can get by on less uh, and live a comfortable life. I mean, the, a lot of us just uh, you, $2 million, you might not need that is what you're, you're right. saying. You're right. But it's a lot easier for a financial advisor to say, oh, you need $2 because then the focus becomes on, well, how do I save and grow and invest to get there? As opposed to the harder part, which is how do I make sure that I'm spending what I need and not just crazy, you know, internal reflection or coaching. I coach clients on, you know, do we need to go that direction? Do you really need that much? And I'll tell you this, Tony, it's painful for a lot, but it's so much easier to retire if you have a better control of your spending and your desires and you live a uh, efficient life. And I'm not saying to live like a pauper. I'm not saying you got to be really super frugal because that's not the point of retirement. You got to enjoy things. In fact, I'm a big proponent of spending early in retirement, spending that money early and not hoarding it, which is counter to a lot of what financial advisors do, which is grow, grow, grow. Let's invest. Let's triple your money. And let's, you know, here's this mutual fund that's going to do really well and get you a better return. I think that's Sometime is important, but it's really secondary to how your spending is happening. And most people don't know what their spending is going to be like in retirement because they're not retired. They've never done it. They've always worked. They've never had the free time. So they're concerned and they may not have the answer. But that's where I come in and say, here's where your spending is going to be. Here's what health insurance costs. Here's what Medicare is all about. Here's what you know, long-term care issues you're going to face. All of these things are really important to focus on instead of growth and investing. Like I said in the previous show, um, adult children, don't worry about teaching your kids how to invest. Teach your kids how to not spend or at least understand spending and debt. That's much more important and the same holds true for retirement planning. It's not about how much money you have. It's about the income that you can generate from your assets and it's a lot easier to focus on reducing your spending need than to increase your income. Wow. Well, I think that's great. Uh, that's a great point. Now, is there anything else you want to add, Dan, before we have to go today? For those people that are at that point where they kind of know what income they need and they're just not sure how to generate that income, I suggest you watch my video on the seven keys to creating retirement income. It goes through how to do this. But if you're in that situation where you're like ready, you say, okay, I think we need X number of dollars. I just don't know how much we need to have saved to get there. Uh, that's when you got to give me a call because that's really where my value would come in as well. Um, 
I build retirement income plans. I help people figure out exactly where to invest and how to get the income they need because it can be confusing and complicated, but it doesn't have to be, and you don't have to try and do it on your own. Watch the video called Seven Keys to Retirement Income Planning, or give me a call. You can find the video at Dolphin Financial Group. The number is 888-508-5935. All right. Great show today, Dan, as usual. And that does it for today's episode of Dolphin Financial Radio with our host, Dan Wynn. The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.